Since I'm looking right now at a Panera one, that'd be all right. 200 bucks there, $175 in cash. Mm. Speaking of Panera, thanks a lot to Donut Dan, Bagel Dan today, right. bringing us some Panera bagels. Those were delicious. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate that. Thank you, Dan. News brought to you by Burke's Disaster Restoration and Avista Gas. So I think we all have a good collection. Most people either at their office or at home, a good collection of pencils, pens, Maybe have a rubber rubber band around them. Okay, but yeah. The real the real ones have a rubber band around their big collection of pencils and pens. So, I saw today that there was a a story about a guy who has a big collection of one of these items. His are pencils, and so I I thought, okay, well, I see the number in front of me for how many pencils he has. And I was like, I don't know if that's a lot or not a lot. Are they all I mean, sharpened, or are some of them just not used yet? I'm sure he has some mechanical. Okay. Some, I mean, just kind of all, all kinds. Yeah. And I'm imagining there's a bunch of them that aren't even aren't sharpened at all. Sure. They're still brand new, because the number is is really big. But I I didn't I wasn't able to put my head around it until I looked at the collection of pens we have here, and we were given an awesome collection of pens by our good friend Lynn, and she had rubber banded a lot of them. Right. And there it's a big like it doesn't fit in a big coffee cup if I try to set the pen collection down into a coffee cup. It's too thick for that. Okay. Okay, and I, I that's a lot of pens. It is. So I counted them. It's 35. That's plenty of pens. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And it looks like a lot. Right. It's less than 69,255. <laughs> So, Jay, when I saw this collection, I thought, our, our little wow. collection, I thought, this is probably going to be like 90 to 100 pens, because that's going to be the number. And then I'm going to be able to think in my head, okay, let's get a ton of those, and how many would be? 69,255 unique writing implements. This guy took them in, had them tallied up. It's the most, it's the biggest pencil collection in the world. He's got a ton of different types. He started his collection when he was in first grade, when his first grade teacher gave all of her students colorful pencils oh, yeah. for Christmas. As soon as he started swiping up other pencils from antique stores and flea markets, his collection includes now con- commemorative pencils dating back more than 100 years. He's got, of course, all your advertising pencils. Sure. Pencils designed to dial rotary phones, sports huh. pencils with teams schedules and then like the sports pencils with the logo sports pencils with teams logos or uh, schedules i've never seen that before Uh -uh. but sixty nine thousand two hundred fifty five pens pencils excuse me holy smokes it's a lot it's really cool is he getting rid of them why is he counting them now i think he just wanted to see if he had broke the record oh okay yeah so there was a record and it was like this guy thought i have a lot of pencils i wonder if i have more than the record the record was twenty four thousand. he had more jeez Kind of a weird one. I wonder how he's got those categorized. That would be kind of fool, cool where you're like, okay, this box has, you know, like you said, the sports ones. This one has the, I don't know, characters. So I know for a fact he has, he does have them categorized. And you and, would have to, otherwise how it wouldn't be very fun. Right. And he's got like the biggest collection, it looks like, just from judging by the pictures, are, and I love that he has these pencils with either business, like a lot of businesses. Sure. So... You go, you go, and you get. Oh, it's uh, the, this law company had a pencil, and he he scooped it up. Those are my least favorite. Yeah, those are the ones you actually use. If yeah, you're a collector right. of stuff. You use those. They end up being part of like a board game or something yeah. like that. You throw them in there, and nothing against them. It's just they're to me they're the least intriguing because you have the most opportunity to get those. Now he's he's spent. I would love to know how much he's spent on this. It's probably thousands and thousands of dollars. But in the moment, 
it's not a bad one to collect because you're not in it for a hundred. Like, oh my gosh, I collect these special teacups and every one you buy, you're in for $30 or something like right. that. You're in for under a buck. Yeah, the only bad part is you're just it's just taking up so much room. Totally. Like, where are you storing that? Now, pencils as opposed to a Where thing your like wife used to sleep or... because she left because of the pencils. That's a good point. That's a good point. I would love to see where the collection of these are. And I mean, I'm assuming they're in boxes with, again, the... Oh, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, there's boxes. There's a lot of, uh, like, clear see-through containers. Oh, this is... Oh, the news, the news station there in Iowa rewriting the record book. Get it? Oh, okay, cool. That's kind of uh, really clever what they did there. Yeah, I see what they did. It's a fun collection, though. I, I always love people's collections. I always want to start a collection. It's one of those things I think about now with... Having kids, having young, young kids, a three-year-old and a one-year-old, trying to figure out the item that I can keep of theirs or that we can collect that makes sense in the long run. Because I've thought about, oh, man, stuffed animals would be kind of fun if we got – my daughter loves stuffed animals like every kid. But then you think about that and go, man, after five years, we're going to have so many stupid stuffed animals and they take up way too much space. It's not feasible. It's not maintainable. We, uh, We did that. And then, you know, 20 years later, we're like, now what are we going to do with all these? We're going to donate them to somebody because we're tired of them sitting here in this same spot. Yes. Uh, mugs. I think a lot of people do mugs. We did that. And then after 20 years, we were tired of seeing them sitting in the same spot. Yeah. It, Jay, it needs to be something. Go ahead. Say hats. What's that? Go ahead. Say oh, hats. Ha- hats. You get oh, a hat. yeah. We did that. And then we got tired of seeing them sitting in the same spot. <laughs> it needs to be an object that you can put in a box with a lot. I mean, a lot in a box. Yeah, and you have to have some passion for it. Otherwise, it's just, yeah. you know, now you just like stuff. Because the pencil thing, he has a box here that looks like it's about 300 pencils. And it's not, the box is not super big. If you had 300 stuffed animals, that's a closet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that's a closet. You have 300 mugs? That's your kitchen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So 300 pa- pencils he has in a little box. That's so right. you're able to do it. And it's a little cooler than... I don't know, like a like a little coin, like you know how you have those collectible coins, yeah, pressed down at places. Yeah, somebody just did that. Uh, I just ran into somebody this weekend who had one, and they were getting one from from the Oregon coast. So they're like, "Oh, I have I have one of these from every place I've ever gone." I thought, "Whoa, now see that's awesome because it takes up about a drawer." Yeah, yeah. I, I also love the idea with the pencils of scouring a city you go to and just walking into random businesses and being like, do you guys have a pencil? Right. Like, like yeah. trying to, the hunt for the pencil. For instance, Donut Dan, again, thanks for the bagels, he had said they do the shot glasses. I think a lot of people do yes. the shot glasses. But you buy those at a trinket store. Yeah. You know, maybe at a gas station or a place that sells just trinkets in an area. The pencil could be anywhere. You could go to a diner, a weird diner, and they may have... Dixie's pencils. I'm wondering if they're harder to get nowadays. It could be. Yeah. And this is and this guy's all pencils. He's not pens. So you know, you go to you start doing pens, every single bank is going to have one for you. Right. You could go down and see 2023 rising star Brandon Rose, branch manager at the bank. He's a branch manager. Branch manager. And you know, he's now going to get this award. He could be just handing out pens left and right to your collection, but we're looking for pencils. I thought it was pretty unique. I thought it was kind of cool. And it is kind of fun to think you probably have that stack of pencils or pens in your house that you thought at one point was a lot. We have too many pens. We got to get rid of some of these pens. And you'll count them and it's 20-something. I'm going to tell you right now, if this guy decided to have people send him pencils, just as like, hey, if you want to get rid of some of your pencils, send them, he would double 
I think collection. so. Jay, that would actually be awesome if they if he put together like a P.O. box. Yeah. And just said, I'm looking to get over 100000 Oh, it would be instant. People would send. I that, think that's the so. kind of thing people would participate in. We would do it. Heck for sure. Yeah, because absolutely. I'm, I'm looking around. Do, now, I will say this, Jay. I, I didn't have a single pencil in the little collection we have in here. They were all pens. Yeah. I, I do not. You When you said they're rare, that actually was funny you said that. I have some pencils in my backpack, but they're very boring, basic, classic number two right, round yeah. pencils. Right. But I, I don't I don't have you know I've got let's see I mean in some of these pens these pens we've got here is a, I've got two business pens immediately the first two I pull out are just two random businesses that pr- probably no longer exist in Spokane. Also, if you wanted to make Pencil Man mad and you just sent him like regular pencils, <laughs> oh my gosh, he'd be so angry. Jay, Kevin, Yeah, I got one of those, bud. Thanks. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. The garbage can and recycling are in the garage. Does it not stink up your garage? Kevin James. No, there'll be times. Mine's in the garage as well. And I will say there are times where I don't have diapers. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Excited for the last one. Yeah, this will be, well, this will be interesting because we are now going to be owed some money by the Today Show, which is kind of cool to know that they've plagiarized from the show. And they they have a lot of money, I would imagine, don't you think? They have to. At least as much as we'd need. Yeah. It'll be 100 here, 100 there, here, 100 there, 100. Everywhere 100, 100. Give us enough hundreds that we can throw them off of the clock tower to to everybody. That'd be great. That's all we ask for today's show because... They stole from us without without giving credit. I mean, Steph Curry's documentary did not credit the Jay and Kevin show for right. stealing Zagman. And now, same day, Friday, we also get plagiarized on the Today Show. Jay, back in the early 2010s, we would do at 920 every day a listener berth. We would welcome a new yeah. listener into the Jay and Kevin family. And by doing that, we would we would not only had this we not only had this great thing that made it sound like we were birthing a child that was kind of weird we would ask them seven questions to get to know them and so we would ask seven very random questions this whole thing ended because Kevin decided to ask the same question every single day and we already mm-hmm. had a question every single day so I felt like we were phoning it in right so we moved on there you go there's behind the scenes on why the listener yep that's why that's why listener births died everybody but at the very end the one question we were supposed to ask every day was what was uh, do you wash your feet in the shower or do you just let the soap run over them and call them clean? Here's the Today Show on Friday. Should you wash your feet while you're in the shower? So not just taking a shower, but should you specifically go oh, down get to down your feet, there? get down there and wash them? Oh, no. This no. is an ongoing debate. No. We still don't even have our votes in for this one because people are still Okay, voting, here's the thing. So bending over to wash your feet? <laughs> yes. Okay, I just feel like everything's rolling on down that way anyway. I mean, I'm sorry. The words are too close. That That's a 100% Let the water roll over them and call them good was your line. Yeah. That was your line. Mm-hmm. Do you wash your feet in the shower or do you let the water roll over them and call them good? 
That is word for word stolen from our show. Yeah. Very clean. I agree 100 percent. 100%. But may I ask you, do you bend down there to shave your legs? Yeah. Well, no, I put my leg up on the landing. Oh, yeah. No. The, you know, right? Yeah, so you could put your leg up there and scrub those little <laughs> no, feet. No, but you wouldn't. This is you know I wouldn't. Of course, I got to differ. By the way, I got to differ with you, ladies. I'm down there scrubbing in between the toes. Like, Wait, you are? Yeah. They got scrubbers, they got wow. rollers, they got everything down there. I don't wow. know where you're at. In your current age, Jay, are you are you scrubbing? Or are you letting the water roll over? I mean, I'm the, the same car? place I've always been. It's like that's clean enough, uh, unless like you know you're in something. Like okay, well you know what I got muddy, I got exceptionally dirty. I we don't I don't have a real job for a life that you know gets me dirty. Yeah, there there I think there is, and I think we've agreed with this. The exception, right? The exception does not count. Because right. there is, all of us have agreed, we've had a moment where you need to scrub it. Of course, absolutely. But that is truly the exception. It does not It does not take away from the fact that you are a believer, as am I, of the water, the soap will run down, and it will roll right over them and call them good. Absolutely. Clean enough. But I do not appreciate a lack of credit being given to our show. I mean, it's been 10 years. I mean, you know. And you did it before that. You guys used right. to ask this question even longer ago. We just started doing it daily about 13 years ago, we did it daily for a number of years. And I just, man, it's just kind of a bummer to know someone's taking something from you and at least not putting us in the credits at the end of the episode. I didn't know they were listening to the old shows. You can go listen to a lot of them on the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate the fact that they have, you know, the app and that they're downloading the podcast. I appreciate all that stuff. Thank you to the Today Show. Is that the third hour or what do they call that version of it? I don't remember what part that is, but that was Hoda... Jenna Bush Hager, yep. I think that's how you say her name, and an editorial director, Ariana Davis, who came in because she was, I think she's probably the one who's listening. And when the Today Show goes out and does the big adventure, we will know they're stealing from us. I think Jenna Bush Hager is listening because of your extensive relationship with her father. The lead singer of Bush? No, George W. You had a, you had a very- Wait, is that really her? That's her? Yeah, that's the daughter. Okay, you guys know I'm big into politics. Wait a second. She's she's W's daughter. She, so she's my guy's granddaughter. Correct. The man who I approached at in Houston yes. to say thank you or whatever. Thank you for being president. Whatever Yes, great the one thing that got you say. wrestled to the ground by the Secret Service. And then Secret Service grabbed me and pulled me mm -hmm. way down and almost buried me into the into the court. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I you love that. You have a family connection that, yeah. with her, and that's why she's a big listener, and thank you. I love that. I love that. Kevin, Kevin and Slim in the morning. <laughs> Sorry. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Because I will eat the cookie dough around the chocolate chips. <laughs> what? That's just odd, So I man. want the part that is going to kill me, and the chocolate part... I just throw in the trash. Kevin James. Congratulations. You are the pinnacle of unusual. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Hey. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Step right up. It's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Step right up. It's time to beat the show. All right. Let's do it. It's brought to you by Dutch Bros. Thank you, Dutch Bros, for being so great and getting our listeners free coffee every day. We love you, man. 
I, can I give a quick shout out to Dutch Bros for something? Oh, you certainly can. We went to a couple coffee places in Austin, Texas. Sure. Yeah. You're on oh, vacation. Oh, they're so cool, man. They're so cool, Jay. So trendy. So hip. <laughs> so awesome. Mm. So we give you one size of coffee and it's teeny. Get out of here. Really? Man, you go to Dutch Bros and you say, I need a big coffee. They say, okay, here's a big coffee. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that so stinking much. Thank you for not just having one tiny little size that you're like, you charge the size of an extra large for a little baby coffee. That's crazy. Oh, it was frustrating. I just kept thinking, I wanted to I thought to everything scream. was bigger in Texas. I, I did too, but everything's bigger at Dutch Bros. Okay. Well, thank you, Dutch Bros. You guys are the best. Yeah, they <laughs> and and they have good coffee. Yeah, there's that. And they have good coffee as well. Who do we have today, Carl? Our good friend, Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, good morning. How you doing, gentlemen? How are you, sir? Doing well, doing well. Good to hear your voice. Are you prepared to challenge me in a little beat the show? Oh, I sure shall. Okay, all right. It's magazines, Carl. Have either one of you guys had a magazine subscription at any point in time? Oh, gosh, yes. Sure. Okay, I'm going to let you both name a magazine you've had a subscription to. If that magazine is one of the featured answers or part of a question, you will receive a bonus point. Carl? Sports Illustrated. Okay. Oh, and took, Jay? Took mine. Well, you can have it as well if you want yeah, to try he, to get the same. I mean, he took mine, but I'm going to go with uh, TV Guide then. Okay. All right. If either one of those is the answer to one of the questions, you guys will get a bonus point. Okay. Two great magazines to have subscriptions to, by the way. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, Carl. We'll see you in about 60 seconds or so. All righty. See you, buddy. Carl, you know the rules, man. There's seven questions. There's 60 seconds on the clock. You pass it a question if you need to. We'll get back to that one if time allows. We start with this. What magazine featured a raccoon that was the leader of the deep green wood? Uh, Nature Today. Buzz Beamer is a cartoon character featured at the end of what kids magazine? Um, Scholar Magazine. Elon Musk was the person of the year on the cover of what magazine in 2021? Time. Reader's Digest debuted in what decade of the 1900s? Uh, 20s. Ask Him Anything is one of the biggest features in what popular magazine? Uh, People. What famous magazine gave their own seal of approval? The comic books. Alfred E. Newman was the mascot of what magazine? Mad Magazine. Oh, man, Carl, you got that one real fast. That's all... That's all seven questions. I mean, that's... Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Jay, maybe take them off for one second. Uh, What was that, Carl? I said, that's good. I knew seven magazines. Whether they're the right ones, who knows? Okay, all right, all right. Jay's coming back in. He would grab the headphones. He's putting them back on. Uh, Jay Bird, Carl's very funny. He gave seven answers. He had seven magazines locked and loaded. He just told me. Oh, wow. At the end of the day, he can say he knew seven magazines, whether they were right or wrong. He knew seven magazines. Oh, <laughs> I see what we're saying. I understand. Okay, I'm, I'm ready to play. You get the same seven questions, Jay. Well, for 60 the challenge. seconds on the clock for you as well. Pass on a question if you need to. We'll get back to the ones you pass on if time allows. We start with this. What magazine featured a raccoon that was the leader of the deep green wood? Oh my gosh. Pass. Buzz Beamer is a cartoon character featured at the end of what kids magazine? Buzz Beamer. Buzz Beamer. God, I don't pass. Elon Musk was the person of the year on the cover of what magazine in 2021? People. Reader's Digest debuted in what decade of the 1900s? 
Oh, God. Uh, uh, 30s? Ask Him Anything is one of the biggest features in what popular magazine? Men's Health? What famous magazine gave their own seal of approval? Seal of approval? Vanity Fair. Alfred E. Newman was Mad the, Magazine. Yeah. What magazine featured a raccoon that was the leader of the Deep Green Wood? It is funny how quickly you both got mad. Uh, we'll, we'll get it. Oh, my God. We'll, you'll, when oh, you hear I got it, it. You'll know it. Yeah. I now know it. It is? Ranger Rick. It is Ranger Rick. <laughs> okay, dang it. Okay. But it was very funny. I said Alfred and you both said Mad. That's like the most famous. Oh, yeah. Cartoon or mascot. Man, Ranger Rick threw me off so bad. I know I should know that because I remember that as a kid. But yeah, Ranger Rick. Ranger Rick around for a very long time. Yeah, it was like uh, the the raccoon version of Smokey Bear. Yeah, and he was a he was a park ranger for the Deep Green Wood. Yeah, yeah, he was great. Man, that hurt. Neither of you got that. (sighs) You also didn't get the second one. Buzz Beamer. He is one of the big cartoon characters from Sports Illustrated for kids. Sports Ah, Illustrated for kids. Okay, that's going to be half a bonus point for Carl. Oh, yeah, because he said Sports Illustrated. Illustrated, But not for kids. But I'm going to count it as part of the family. Uh, Yeah. Elon Musk was the person of the year. Carl got this. That is time. Time, not people. It's time. You know that, too. And you know that. I'm better than that. (laughs) Apparently not, Ranger Rick. You know that one. Okay, so one and a half to zero. Carl in the lead. Reader's Digest. Jay, you were one decade off. Carl nailed it. 1922. Okay. The 20s for Reader's Digest. Forever. This is... It's over a hundred years of Reader's well, Digest. When you're, when you're old like me, you remember the magazine, and plus my mother got it in Italian. What? Whoa! Yep, she got they were they were published they published them in uh, different languages. Uh, my grandparents were from Italy, and so she got the Italian one to keep up her Italian language. No way! Okay, Carl, that's yeah. awesome. And Jay, I'll ask you this as well. I have a hard time remembering a lot of it. I know I've been around a little, plenty of Reader's Digests in my life. But what was like the main feature in a Reader's Digest? Digest. A little, a little bit of everything, small and to the point. Yes. Short stories, short little articles. Okay. Keep uh, them going. Yep, a lot like Kevin's news. Very cool. Yes, yes. Ask him, thank you, Carl. Ask him anything is one of the biggest features in. That is from Cosmopolitan. Oh, man, I want men's health. Almost the same thing, just the other side. You're on the other side. You were exactly (laughs) exactly right. I neither of you got that one. It's two and a half. Uh, Jay's still looking for his first one. Oh, my goodness. What famous magazine gave their own seal of approval? Guys, that's the Good Housekeeping Seal of of Approval. Oh, come on. Good Housekeeping Seal of Approval. Oh, did you get that one? He did not. Oh, we should have got that. Oh, but the comics did that. The comics did it? That's how the comics didn't get banned. Really? Back in the 50s. I'm going to give you a point there. Whoa. Full point awarded. I'm not going to challenge it. Uh, Three and a half to zero, Jam. Still zero. Hmm. But you know what? You both. You both got yourself a solid point at the very end, not even allowing me to finish the sentence, the question. Alfred E. Newman, you both yelled Mad Magazine. Yeah. He was the mascot of Mad Magazine. Carl, did you? how many magazine subscriptions do you think you had in a lifetime? Oh, probably about seven or eight. Okay. The one I have now is Taste of Homes. Taste, Taste of, of Homes. Okay, all right. Was yeah, there a magazine yeah, growing up that was your absolute favorite, whether it was when you were young or older? What, what has been the magazine of magazines? Oh, uh, Sport was, uh, you know, the uh, uh, equivalent of uh, SI, but it uh, had uh, a lot more uh, pictures and uh, um, just enjoyed it a little bit more. Wait, it less, was just called less, Sports? Sport, yeah, Sport Magazine. Sport Magazine. 
had to be around before Sports Illustrated, which now seems to be, Jay, a really big ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm looking at this. Sport launched September of 1946. Yeah. And obviously Sports Illustrated wasn't around then, right? No. I don't think. Wow, nice, nice effort there, Carl. All right, Carl, looks like you got yourself some uh, Dutch Bros. Congratulations. You whooped up on me pretty good there. Uh, well done. And hang on for one second, okay, buddy? Alrighty. Yeah, appreciate you. Look, Carl, that was Jay, did you have a awesome. favorite favorite magazine growing up? I mean, we up? did Sports Illustrated. That was kind of the obvious one. And then my dad gave us uh, Reader's Digest as a uh, Christmas present. He gave all the kids Reader's Digest when we really didn't read it that I, much. I remember loving Popular Science growing popular up. Popular Science, okay. The pictures were really cool in it, and I thought, wow, space is awesome. Also, I remember my dad would do this. This is before cell phones. He would call, and he'd be like, hey, open your Reader's Digest to page, you know, whatever, 37. Did you see the cool story about, because they do little, you know, snippets about, like, really inspirational stories, and then funny jokes, and then great storytelling, and, you know, little things like that. And he would, that would be your start of the phone call would be you'd share a moment of Reader's Digest with your dad. Not the worst thing ever. Pretty good idea on his part. Really good. I... There is also the late 90s, and, and a shout-out to Cupcake Dan for texting this one, and he had some of the video game magazines. Oof, late 90s and early 2000s, Jay, the collection of weird video game magazines I have still is stupid. Like, why do I still have them? You kept them? I still have them. They're in my mom mom and dad's basement in one of their closets. Your mom and dad are allowing you to keep your old magazines I, at their house. Tim and Les, you're, you're allowed to throw those away. Jay Kevin well, is living no. in the Let me look through them first, actually. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Wait, we have donuts? Yeah, do you yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't hear that earlier? Yeah, I brought them in. Like I said, I said I brought in what? vegetables yeah. and donuts. Yeah. What? Kevin James. Jay, what are you eating? What am I eating? Under there. Underwear. You're eating underwear? <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. So dumb. It's the Jay and Kevin show stat of the day. I, I deep dove into the world of magazines. I, I love them. This is going to be my age speaking because I, you know, just like a lot of us, I'm sure there's a lot of us, plenty of us who loved magazines growing up. I think now, if we talk to your boys, even even your daughter, any of your kids, that magazines are going to be more rare. Yeah, I don't know that they've ever read one. Yeah, totally. Man makes tons of sense. But I, I got into this deep dive of magazines. And it was interesting to me, and, and this may be a an, a time frame thing. I don't know. The fourth biggest selling magazine of all time is Time Magazine from September of 2001. And it oh, was wow. the the cover title, September 11, 2011, the day, or September 11th, 2001, the day that shook America. Yeah. And it was the September 11 attacks. Right. That was the fourth best-selling magazine, Jay. I would have assumed that was number one. Uh, yeah. There are three above it. And it oh, was boy. very inter- interesting to me. Two of them from the 60s, one from the 70s. The third mo- best-selling magazine of all time is Life Magazine, Drama of Life Before Birth. I don't know what that is. I don't either. But it is 
the third best-selling magazine of all time. Eight million units sold of that magazine. I was going to guess like either Elvis or the Beatles would be in there, but I don't know what the birth, uh, dra- what was it, drama? Drama of life before birth. I don't know. Drama sounds sounds birth. like a lot. It does. Sounds like a lot. August of 1964, though, Jay, Life Magazine, you said it, the cover title, The Beatles, They're Here Again and What a Ruckus. 8.5 and what a ruckus. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> the Beatles were on the front. And the number one selling magazine of all time, 9.5 million copies sold, was the ni- March 1973 Family Circle. Why? I don't know what that one is. Uh, I'm looking right now. Uh, there is a, It's a special issue, and it, on the front, looks exactly like I'd want the Family Circle to look. Uh, what? Is it uh, Family Circle? So it's... Uh, recipe. 25 cents, Jay, by the way. Oh, man. All right, let me read you what this was in there. Special issue, Great Living on a Shoestring. So it must have been a tips to living cheap. March of 1973? March of 1973. Here here were the things huh. that were featured in that that article. I'm mean, being dumb to is there why am I why would that happen? Why is that the best selling one? I don't know. So let me let me read you some of the stuff here. How to live beyond your means without going broke. Give professional family <laughs> haircuts at home, dress like a million on pin money. Dieting deliciously on $1 a day, farming in a flower pot. How to run big what? money garage sale, staple gun decorating and fast fast and fabulous. The stunning wardrobes of uh, each from a from a single pattern. Mail order luxuries from around the world. Build a camper trailer and save $1,000. And I fed my family of seven for under $28 a week. So, Jay, this article, this magazine, the number one selling magazine ever, was all about saving money, living cheaply in 1973. Now, there's no question my parents bought that. Jay Daniels, I, I saw the date on it, and I thought, Gramps Woody had that. Oh, man. Grandpa John and Grandma Coral, they absolutely bought that magazine. They had a family of 17,000 children. Yeah, yeah. I guess what happens when you have one million kids, you spend 25 cents on the family circle to try to figure (laughs) out how to save a little bit of money. I fed my family of seven for under 28 a week. That's great. That's going to be... That's going to be the number one read article by my grandparents. Oh, man. I feel like everyone had a family of seven. And could waste a quarter on it. Yeah, totally. That's insane. I can't believe that sold more than the Beatles. What a ruckus. No, what a ruckus. Uh, it's, it, the cover is Great hilarious, title, too. The, the cover is a bunch of food. Yeah, I would hope there would be a recipe on Family Circle. Yeah, and yeah. I will tell you, I would have been very skinny in 1973. <laughs> Based on what was on the cover. Because I also could have not eaten that food. <laughs> For under $28 a week. You're like, well, no wonder, for crying out loud. That's like two crackers and here's some water. You can buy this article for now. Oh, man. Just over $8 on eBay. Oh. Sells for around $8 if you wanted to own the number one selling magazine of all time, Family Circle. That's crazy. From 1973. Also, apparently in 73, 60s and 70s, they just sold a lot more magazines. I mean, how many... Of the top 10, do you have the top 10? I do. How many of the top 10 are even like after the family circle? Like how many are in the late 70s or 80s? Probably not that well, many. The problem is they have get they get into magazines we're not going to discuss. Oh, And that becomes, those become big sellers. But I understand. But there's another, um, there's a, the people, the people 
publication of from September 2001. It's also one of the top sure. signs. So you had the Time publication and the People publication from the same event I were two you. of the top selling ones. Also, 1997 People magazine, their special, they made a special on Princess Die. Oh, okay. So it was not necessarily for a specific month. Right. When that tragedy happened, People magazine made a Diana, Princess of Wales, 1961 to 1997. It was a tribute to Diana, special edition magazine. That was one of the top selling yeah. magazines ever with 3.1 million sold. One of the things I was surprised about, no Sports Illustrated on there. Well, yeah, that's just too big a numbers, I think. I mean, the tragedy covers make all the thing because everybody wants to uh, keep them. You know, they want to save them. That makes sense. Yeah. Totally makes sense. But I, but you can't, you can't out-purchase How to Feed a Family of Jay. 800 on Six Cents. I, it's the most... It's funny you look at it and go, what the heck? Go Tell me you haven't Googled something like that in the last two years. <laughs> right. We absolutely all have Googled how to cook cheap or how to eat cheap. We've all done it. You couldn't Google in 1973. Right. So if you put it in a magazine... You ev- everyone was buying and it. And Family Circle apparently put every way to save money. It seemed like every title yes. was how to save money. There's like 40 articles in there. And I mean, that's when word of mouth goes and people are like, this is the greatest magazine I've ever seen. Yes, I love it. I was pretty excited about that. So there you go. There's some magazine deep dive. I, if you if you still have a magazine subscription, we would love to know what it is. No 509-441-0999. The two-part question is, do you still have one? And then secondly, what was your favorite magazine you ever had a subscription to? Let us know.